If you are stuck in survival mode, you are impacting your team and you need to get out fast. Today, we're going to talk about five dangers of staying stuck in survival mode. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. So if you're like most women leaders in nonprofits, you spend a lot of time stuck in survival mode. Let's be honest, we have a ton of work. We're definitely always short-staffed. We're in the middle of a pandemic right now. And there's just always stuff going on. And many of you spend a lot of time stuck in survival mode. So let's talk about survival mode for a minute. I talk about there's a continuum from surviving to sort of coping and tolerating to thriving. And we kind of move along that continuum on any given day, or perhaps in any different meeting or group or team that we're involved in. But we generally are spending the majority of our days in one of those zones. So when you're thriving, you're engaged, you're energetic, you're on top of things, you're moving along. When you're tolerating, eh, maybe not so much. But when you're stuck in survival mode, you are constantly overwhelmed, exhausted, afraid you're going to drop something, just running around putting fires out and never getting to that important stuff that you really want to do. So that's hard on you. But today, what I want to talk about is how hard that is on your team as well. Because I get it that it sucks for you, but part of the the thought process is I just have to get through today. I just have to get through this meeting. I just have to get through this next busy time. But when we stay there, we forget that our stuckness in survival mode is impacting those around us. And so today I really want to step back and look at five ways it's impacting us. Before I get there, just a side note, if you want to see where you land on the surviving to thriving continuum, you can head over to kathyarcher.com slash thrive, and you'll get a quick sort of a sheet where you can look at the three sections, tick off some boxes and get a sense of where you'd land. And then you'll also get a download that gives you the five mistakes when people plan their way out of survival mode and the fixes. Because if you want to get out of survival mode, you have to be intentional, create a plan and do the work to get there. So kathyarcher.com slash thrive. I'll put the notes below or uh, the link in the notes below as well. So the five impacts on your team that you're making when you're staying stuck in survival mode. The first one is that you're grumpy. Let's be honest. When you're stuck there in survival mode, you are grumpy, you're annoyed, you're irritated, you're short with people, you snap at people, or maybe you don't want to be around them at all. And the impact on your team is that they don't want to be around you either. And you create that disengagement. We know that engagement is one of the key factors in creating strong, engaged, powerful Um, impactful teams, creating a a culture where people thrive and that you really impact the people that you're trying to serve, that engagement is one of those key factors. When you're grumpy, when you are snapping at people, nobody wants to be around you and they keep their distance. So that's the first thing. When you are stuck in survival mode, you're grumpy and it keeps people away from you. The second way that your stuckness in survival mode impacts your team is that you're scattered. You're all over the place. You've got this going on and this going on and you're putting out this fire and you're over here doing that. And because you're afraid you're going to drop a ball, you're like, oh my God, I forgot to do that. And oh my God, I got to do that. And you stay late and you're like drained, but you're still trying to get all these things done. It's like you're uh, whacking the mole, right? You're, You're just 
hit this, hit that, do this. And the impact is that you're forgetting things, you're missing things, you're not getting things done. And people start to not trust you anymore. They're like, well, she said she was going to do it. But every time I ask her, she just keeps saying she's going to do it. But she hasn't done it yet. And when you are always scattered like that, people lose faith in you. They really start to wonder if you've got it all together because you don't. They start to question your abilities because sometimes you're not doing the stuff that's needed to move the team and the organization forward. So first one is that you're grumpy. Second one is you're scattered. The third one is that you lack enthusiasm. When you are drained, exhausted, when you are just barely getting by, when you haven't slept well because you're up all night thinking about things, when you're burning the candle at both ends, you are definitely not enthusiastic. You're lethargic, you're tired, you're dragging your butt through your day, and it's really hard to come into a conversation or a meeting and motivate and inspire and engage people when you don't have the energy. You need energy for impact. So the the you need energy for positive impact. Your your lack of energy, your tiredness, that sort of blah feeling that you're bringing is actually creating that on your team. Energy is contagious. And if you lack the enthusiasm, you're wondering why your team's lacking the enthusiasm. You wonder why they don't seem charged and excited to do their work. It's because as a leader, you're setting the pace, you're setting the tone. And when you lack enthusiasm, you don't have that energy to inspire other people. And so that's dragging your team down as well. So the first one is you're grumpy. The second one is, is that you're scattered. The third one is that you've lost the energy and enthusiasm. The fourth one is that you become narrow-minded. So when we're stuck in survival mode, we are basically stressed all day. And when you're stressed, you start to shut down all of the, the parts of your body that you don't need. It's like when you're outside and your fingertips get cold because it's pumping all the blood to your heart. That's what's happening when you're in stress mode. You don't, in stress mode, really all you're worried about is getting the heck away from that tiger or whatever fire you're putting out. So when you're in stress mode, you lose a lot of the empathy, the compassion, the caring. You lose a lot of the, the wider focus of what's going on. So I often think about when we are in sort of organizations, we have to focus on, you know, we need to get this paperwork done. But there's also the clients, there's also HR, there's also the funder, there's also the funding event that we're having, there's also tech, there's a lot of moving parts that you're dealing with. Oh, yeah, and budget too. And so you have to pay attention to all of that. When you're narrow minded, you're probably missing some of those things. You're also kind of head down, nose to the grindstone, only focused sort of two feet in front of you. Just got to get through this meeting today, get this over with, just got to get through this next week of this busy time. But you're not seeing three, six, nine months down the road. And as a leader, that's what we need you to do, which brings us to the next impact that you're having on your team by staying stuck in survival mode. That is that you've lost the passion for your job. Your job used to feed your soul. You got involved in this work because you were passionate about it, you cared about it, and now it's just become soul-sucking. And when it becomes soul-sucking to you, it just sucks the energy out of everybody around you. Your heart's not in it anymore. You're not passionate about it anymore. You're not engaged anymore. You're just nattering along and you're not really having the impact that you desire. It's kind of like your team loses their captain. You know, your job as a leader is to not be down in the bottom of a boat rowing away. Sometimes you might want to go down and check and see how it's going. 
but your job is to be up above, keeping an eye on the horizon, encouraging everybody, motivating everybody, inspiring them along. And when you've lost that passion, you're, you know, sitting on the back, having a drink, and you're like, whatever, I don't care anymore. If it crashes, it crashes. And that's what everybody else feels around you. We need you to be engaged. We need you to be energetic. We need you to get out of that scattered mode. We need you to really feel enthusiastic again. We need you to be happy and excited and and caring because that's how you're going to take your team forward. So let's take a look at these for a moment and let's just imagine how these five things could impact on a staff meeting. So let's take either in-person or virtual staff meeting, but the team is there and let's talk about grumpy. You, you walk into the staff meeting, head down, you're on your notes, you're on your phone, you're figuring something out. You've got that look on your face. You all know the look. It's look like, don't bother me. Don't ask me any questions. Don't have time for you right now. Just got to get this done. It's that stone faced look. What you're trying to do is control your emotions. What you're really doing is like duck pedaling underneath, kind of falling apart, but you're trying to keep it all together. And it comes across as grumpy, irritable, um, anything but engaged and enthusiastic. Maybe on a Zoom call, you've got your video shut off because you don't actually want people to sort of see you right now until the meeting actually starts and then you'll pop on and, and start the meeting. So you're kind of grumpy coming into the meeting. During the meeting, you're snapping at people, you're short with people, you don't have a lot of time for engagement and questions that you kind of just shut people down. So grumpy, scattered, Maybe you come into the staff meeting, you haven't got the agenda, or you quickly did the agenda last night, but people haven't had a chance to look at it. You're not quite sure where you're at with your projects or other people. You haven't had a chance to follow up with, you know, uh, the board or your boss or somebody to get some information that you promised you'd have back to them. You're kind of all over the place. And literally, you might feel scattered to papers and sticky notes and trying to find a file over here. You're just all over the place. If you lack enthusiasm in a staff meeting, you're coming into that staff meeting and you're like, okay, here I am. And everybody feels it. You know, it's like there's not the sort of lightness. There's not the energy. And you're trying to sort of say, I need you guys to get moving on this project. I need you to take this forward. I need you to, to interact with the clients in this way. But really what they're feeling is, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And, or it's kind of the cranky, like we talked about the grumpy, you need to do this and you need to do that. And they're not feeling like you're excited or engaged or caring. They're just feeling like you are, again, trying to shut off your emotions, poor emotional uh, intelligence, poor social intelligence at this point. You, again, I come back to, you're just trying to get through the meeting and you're really barely hanging on. You're sort of like hanging on, like figuratively to the desk saying, just get me through, just get me through. It's like when you're at the dentist and you're just counting down the minutes till he's done doing all that drilling. That's what you're thinking about. When you're narrow-minded in a staff meeting, people will bring up ideas and you will shut them down real fast. Or you will say something like, anybody got any ideas? But it's clear you don't want ideas. Or one that I like, you'll suggest something. Here's what I think we should do. Does anybody else have any ideas? And again, you've already made it clear what you're going to do. You've said you want their input, but they know energetically you don't want their input. Or when they do, you're like, that's a great idea, but blah, 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 blah. This is why we can't do it. 
And so you're shutting them down. You're narrow-minded. And again, come back to you're only focused, you know, two or three feet in front of you. You're not seeing the, the bigger horizon. You're not talking to them about, you know, this is, we're doing this and this is the new form we're working on or this is a new procedure. And this is why we're doing it. It connects to this over here. Or do you remember when we were doing the strategic planning and we talked about these goals here's the connection to that this is the piece that we're doing that's going to help move that forward so that's missing you're just getting things done again task 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 you've missed sort of the people aspect and again if you've lost your passion if you've lost that heart in the your work your team is going to feel that in the staff meeting there's not going to be a lot of compassion caring connection work that that feels invigorating it's going to feel flatline and that's really hard on a team when there's that sort of energy we've lost the liveliness to your team and when you're bringing that in again you're the leader it's your job to bring those things in so there you have it the five ways that this is impacting your team when you stay stuck in survival mode you're grumpy nobody wants to be around you. You are not creating engagement in your team. You're scattered. You are all over the place. You can't keep track of things and you're whacking that mole all the time. You lack enthusiasm. You're not bringing the energy for impact that you need to have on your team. You're narrow-minded. You're only got tunnel vision. You're only seeing what's directly in front of you and only about four feet in front of you. And you've lost the passion for the work. Your heart isn't in it anymore and everybody knows that. I know that this is not the way you want to lead. I know that you want out of survival mode. I know that you want to thrive in both your leadership and your life. And so next week, we're going to talk about the flip of these, how you can turn these around and what you need to do to create that engagement in your team, create that enthusiasm, feel more alive and, and enjoying your job. And so make sure that you go download the continuum first so you can see where you're at and then grab the the plan so that you can start to plan your way out of survival mode because that's the only way it's going to happen. You cannot wish for this to change. You can't beg for it to change. You can't hope it's going to change one day. You have to be the one to create the change. You have to take the steps, make the plan, believe in yourself, believe in your team and get out of survival mode by working to get out of survival mode. And again, go grab those downloads. And then if you want some extra help, I keep telling you about the training library that I do. The training library offers you ongoing personal and professional development to help you get out of survival mode, to help you lead the way you want with enthusiasm, with passion, with uh, emotional control and composure, where you feel confident and competent. But you got to do the inner work. When we're talking about these kinds of things, you have to step back and really look at what's happening, why it's happening and what you need to do differently. We spend a lot of time blaming and focusing on the world out there. And absolutely, I want the world to change. But guess what? It starts with each one of us. And you need to do your part. And that's where it comes back to doing that inner work. Inside the training library, I have courses and lessons and videos and worksheets to help you do that inner work to get a better understanding of who you are, the impact you want to have, what your strengths are, to plan things like staff meetings and having those difficult conversations, to learn how to coach your employees, to create supervision templates, to have the ability to set those boundaries where you need to set them. It's that that's going to make the difference for you. When you can really slow down go inside, figure what's going on, and then plan your way out and learn some of those things that you need to learn. 
That's, my dear, when you'll move from surviving to thriving in both your leadership and your life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.